What's up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome, finally, to episode <laughs> 55 of Spread the Dread podcast this week. Uh, well, we were sick last week. Well, we're, we're still, still sick. sick. So if be, you hear us we, hacking, we, we, we'll politely try to pull ourselves away from the microphone, but we are still fucking hacking from this shittiness. Right. We're on the mend. Yeah. Last week, it was just not going to fucking happen. Oh. We canceled every every bit of recording. We, we yeah. Anything like, that we could get out of, we fucking got out of because we felt that goddamn awful. Yeah, yeah. High temps, body sweats, aches, all oh, that. Some damn. sort of like flu and sinus infection. Oh, Kinds of just gnarly shit. What in the what in the vid? It was if it not was, like I would take the goddamn test anyways. But. No, well, you know, it, it is what it is when it comes to that. But we are finally back, and we are finally. It's gonna be four episodes uh, for the month of February, the month of love. We were gonna do four episodes about killer couples. It's now only gonna be three. Uh, but we're gonna kick. We're it the off. other killer couple. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we. I felt like we were getting killed last yes, week by that go. fucking <laughs> virus, flu, fucking whatever. Yeah. Probably had COVID twenty or twenty one, whatever number or variant we're on now. Who cares? Uh, but this week we're gonna be covering Raymond Fernandez and Martha Beck. The Lonely Hearts Killers. Now, before we get into that, a bit of housekeeping. Joe, what's the most dreadful website on the internet? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. That's right. You go there, you're going to find links to all of the podcast platforms we're on, as well as YouTube and BitChute, where you need to make sure that you are subscribed and liking and commenting and sharing, as well as links to Facebook and IG. And a brand new Patreon button. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. The Patreon is officially up and running. That is Patreon. So is our Discord. Discord. Yes, and that's part of it. Um, <laughs> the, the the Discord server for Spread the Dread is only accessible uh, th- via the Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash spread the dread podcast and check out all the different tiers. No matter if you're on the highest or the lowest tier, though, you get access to that Spread the Dread uh, Discord. Uh, Jay, my co-host from Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill, is already in there making sure that everyone will be nice and offended, uh, regardless of your I race, was sexual orientation, today. <laughs> uh, everything like that. Yeah, so he's, uh, if you thought he was unfiltered on IG, we ain't policing on there, so unless you no. post something that's straight up illegal, uh, you guys can just piss and moan at each other like adults are supposed to do. We ain't regulating fuck all on there. So uh, uh, Very libertarian-minded. <laughs> I guess that's also a lot of not giving a fuck. Yeah. And and uh, just refusing. We're not taking anybody's side. Either you all suck or you're all awesome. We think you're all awesome. So yeah. put your big girl and big boy and either no or, or neither, neither nor, nor pants on and <laughs> head over there. But yes, patreon.com slash spread the dread podcast is the only way to access the discord. Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill will be back this week as well. Um, so yeah, we're right back on track. Uh, was there? Oh, we we have we had we've had our first Patreon, yeah. uh, a senior. That's the top level, the twenty five a month. That goes out to Christopher R. Thank you very much for your twenty five dollar donation. We are not worth that, but I'm glad you have the excessive money to throw around like that. Uh, so More money you, than common sense. There we go. Absolutely. So we'll make sure that uh, because uh, if you are what ten dollars or higher, you get the free monthly merch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this month's free merch is going to be a spread the dread podcast. Uh, button like pin button that you can put on your coat at whatever the fuck you want to Crocs 
I think people are doing that shit now. Yeah. Whatever the fuck you want to. Or you uh, can... Those flashlights you can snap into your crocs are pretty fucking dope. Just uh, saying. Hey, you could always, you know, put it into a homeless guy's can. He'll think you put in a nice fucking like half dollar or one of those oh, sack oh, of oh, oh. And nope, it's just a button to a podcast. He's probably got a phone, though. He can listen to it. <laughs> but yes, uh, so yeah, big thanks to Christopher. And again, if you are, I think it's $5 or higher, we're going to, we'll shout you out on the episodes and we'll make sure that you are listed on the video versions of the episodes as well well was that everything yes all right dreadheads we're still fucking a little under the weather here so let's not delay it any further episode 55 raymond fernandez and martha beck the lonely hearts killers all right so let's kick this off with raymond martinez fernandez that's very culturally (laughs) appropriative way to say that I enjoy it. <laughs> um, he was born in Hawaii on December 17, 1914. I see only white people doing that, by the way. I'd like Why? to point all of those people out. The, they the, don't say it. Oh, they they try no, they to like say it like a Samoan. Do it the Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh. And I'm like, you're, you're a. You're probably not right. B. I don't think anyone says it like that in general. And you guys are really trying to stress it. It just doesn't sound right. Look right. It's like a white when a white person says Mexico. And I'm like, no, you know it's an X, and you that pronounce me of King of the Hill. like that. Oh, yeah, Peggy Hill. Yeah, Peggy That's Hill. it. Yeah, yeah, but she was dumb. and I mean, so are SJWs, too. But either way, go ahead, Joe. <laughs> um, he was born in Hawaii on December 17, 1914. His parents were Spanish immigrants who actually later re- relocated to Fairfield, Connecticut. How the fuck do you go from Hawaii to Connecticut? How the fuck do you go from, like, a, being, you know, Spaniards, then immigrating to Hawaii, then immigrating to Connecticut? I, no, that, that, I would have never left Hawaii. I was going to say, going to Hawaii sounds right. Hell, but, I, I may mean, have never you, even left you, Spain. I don't know. If you go from Hawaii to Connecticut, I think you fucked up. Right? Uh, Something went wrong. Something's chasing you. (laughs) Nobody nobody sits there in Hawaii on the shore of Oahu dreaming of the golden fucking fields of Fairfield, Connecticut. (laughs) And if you do... Tune out now. You're not our people. <laughs> um, his father it was actually a handyman and always kind of treated him harshly. Um, <laughs> that it makes sense because, like, you think about construction killer. <laughs> you think about construction workers. You know, kind of a little rough around the edges. Most of them. So it kind of makes sense that he would get um, treated roughly. But no his, offense to our construction workers. No, heads, no. And I, I promise you, I given actually, our demographic, there's quite a few of you. I am sure. Yeah. No. I, I'm more for parenting children of far, you know, more harshly yeah, than this but, sugar but coating like shit they do these days. You don't. You're not sitting here taking advice from him. No, 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 no. I just. I think sometimes people are like, oh, you know, he. he you believe was in raised, discipline. We both oh, believe in discipline. Absolutely. We don't believe in you know just boxing my mother the was fucking Catholic ears. Fil- I mean, my mother's Catholic and Filipino, of course, and my dad was former military. Right. Like, yeah, I don't, don't know don't, any don't other method in, of parenting. We don't believe in brow beating them until they become serial killers and are featured on this show, like <laughs> Raymond's father. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> um, his uh, father actually refused to let he, him even like attend school, and he had also forced him to do. You know the demeaning work, and I'm right. not really sure what that means, but it's interesting. You're going to stay dumb, Holmes. Yeah, I like- know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, now, when Raymond was 16, um, he and like two other boys were caught stealing chickens. The other boys' families paid bail, but Fernandez's, you know, his dad huh, refused, and he was in prison for two months. Your dad lets you stay the weekend in a jail, though. Oh, fuck, a jail yeah. that he worked at, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, I got popped for dealing. Let's just stop put it out there. It's already off 
my record. a long ass time. Yeah, ago. I was I was 15, 16 at the time. I got popped, and um, I remember when my dad they brought me by the house, and the officer told my dad what, what I was doing, and he he literally just kind of nod you know nodded his head, and he's like, I guess I'll see you on Monday, and I'm like, oh, yeah, holy, you got popped on a Friday. I got right? popped on a Friday, and um, because it was like three thirty, four o'clock in the afternoon, he had I, time to get he you. Had time <laughs> to post bail, but he knew that if I sat there on Friday night, I would have to sit there till Monday morning for arraignment. Oh. My dad never worked weekends till that weekend. Yeah, he served you. Your he meal. served me my goddamn meals all fucking weekend long. It was right. so goddamn brutal. R.I.P. Gary, you've uh, <laughs> rest I in think, peace, I, Dad. I think you did a good job on that one, but, uh, but go ahead, Joe. Um, now, shortly after this instrument, uh, this uh, incident, his family ended up moving to southern uh, Spain. They went fuck Connecticut. I don't know what everybody on fucking the fucking islands were talking about, but fuck this place. <laughs> exactly. Um, and he began working on his uncle's farm, um, and then his father became the mayor of Orgaiva, a small town in the Granada province. So this is very interesting. Yeah, I know. He goes from being like a, like a fucking handyman in Hawaii, goes yeah. to Connecticut, is terrible to his kids, moves to Spain, becomes mayor. I know. Now, at age 20, uh, Fernandez actually moved to Gibraltar. Joe, that's fucking Gibraltar. How the, oh wow! God damn! I've you, never I've never read that word before. You've never <laughs> I've never read that you've word. You've heard that word. I right? have heard that word. I've never read that word. I had no idea that's how it was spelled. <sighs> wow. Well, I don't. I'm I not don't, worldly. I don't know how to spell <laughs> what you said. To be fair. <laughs> Gibraltar. I'm gonna continue drinking this beer that's, and let you yeah, take over for a that's moment. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, as Joe tried to say, at the age of 20, he moved to Gibraltar. <laughs> Uh, where he worked as an ice cream vendor. That doesn't sound sketch. Uh, I believe over there, they would call them halados there, right? Yeah, halados. I like to do the hang halados. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raymond uh, also reportedly gathered. Now, again, dreadheads, I like to keep this in mind. I try to pull from multiple sources. I don't like to just go in and snatch a bunch of shit off wiki. I like to fucking have two or three different places and, and be able to mix and pull in different things. So I'm putting this in there. They said it, but I, I, they didn't say reportedly. They basically said it as though it was gospel truth. I put in reportedly because I just don't fucking buy it, to be fair, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Raymond also reportedly gathered intelligence for the British during World War II around this time. Now, also during this time, Raymond married a woman uh, she was honestly, obviously a Spanish woman named uh, Encarnacion yeah. Robles. Mm -hmm. That is, that's a smooth uh, name. Yeah, right that is. There. I really like that name. Encarnacion Robles. Yeah. Like, I feel like immediately someone should shake a maraca, a maraca? right after that. <laughs> like, that's fucking, that's, that made that's me sexy. Like, I'm 44 and I've never even met her. Uh, the couple ended up having four children. Well, there you go. I guess it was. I mean, you, you dude, <laughs> felt the not, same way. You're not going to not lay pipe to a broad named Encarnacion Robles. Like, she sounds like she has mafia ties, too. Like, if you didn't treat her right, she has a lot of cousins and uncles that'll fuck you up. <laughs> Uh, in December of 1945, Raymond Fernandez uh, boarded a ship to the U.S. without his family. He was ultimately abandoning uh, Encarnacion and uh, their four kids. Uh, while sailing near Curacao, a steel hatch actually fell on him. So I guess uh. finally God tuned in once and went, wait a second, you're giving up some sweet trim like that? Look at her name. And decided to drop some fucking steel on his head. Because of this, Joe and Dreadheads, 
Raymond had multiple skull fractures, mm. and it actually damaged his frontal lobe. Yeah, and I think front, frontal lobe is uh, responsible for um, decision-making and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, deciphering like like good and bad. I think uh, it's been a minute since I've I mean, covered if, that if, area. If the rest of these notes are any indication. I would say it's agreeable yeah. that what you say is true because uh, yeah, the the accident ultimately uh, changed his personality dramatically, and he became very impulsive, uh, erratic, and addicted to sex. He yeah. Shows. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say impulse control. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. So all that went right along with. Now, shortly after his discharge from the hospital in 1946. Uh, so he, 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 this all happened. He, I guess, I guess they basically put him in the hospital after he arrived to America, oh, uh, because God. this had happened to him while he was on his journey. Like I said, they were near Curacao, but he was already aboard the ship and everything. At this point, you're, you know, you're talking about fucking what in, in the forties, you're fucking halfway. And you know, that's real steel. Like oh, there, there's yeah. nothing else in yeah. it. It's pure fucking that steel. Plexi body shit now, <laughs> where if you fucking hit a tree branch, your door flies off. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so when he gets to America, uh, and he was discharged from the hospital in 1946, and was subsequently arrested in Mobile, Alabama. Not a good place to get arrested if you're not white. Just gonna go ahead and say yeah, that. Any any hue of brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not safe there being <laughs> no. Spanish either, Raymond. No. Uh, he was charged with robbery for trying to pass stolen clothing through customs. Not what? sure why. I don't know if that was a, a money making thing or if he had someone that needed him and they weren't in the country. Oh well, textiles. <laughs> you got to think about that. I don't know. The reports, I say, it showed stolen clothing. So I, mm. I, I put it as it said it. Uh, Fernandez pled guilty to the charge, but claimed that he could not resist his actions and that he didn't know why he did them. Again, probably from the fucking yeah. steel to the fucking dome. Uh, he was sentenced to one year and was imprisoned in Tallahassee, Florida. That's, uh, that's, the, that's the handle. <laughs> of America's penis. That's up on the panhandle up there. Uh, is that now, where my thumb goes or is that where my fingers go? <laughs> if if you were a proper lady while you were giving a handy to the fucking to the okay. penis of America, you'd put your finger on the panhandle. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah, do yeah. a little oil check on it. <laughs> God damn. Um, uh, yeah, so he was, uh, while serving his time, Raymond's cellmate actually converted him to a belief in voodoo, hypnotism, and black magic, because he certainly needed that in his life. Yeah. Uh, in December of 1946, Dreadheads, Raymond moved along with some relatives to New York City and joined a local Lonely Hearts Club. I'm sure if anyone's not familiar with it, if you know the I'm Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club, that's that was a fucking thing Dang. back in the yeah. day. It was mostly for pen pals Pels. and shit. Yep. I'm sure it eventually crossed over into phones. And <laughs> Fun then, fact, my parents met via pen pals. <laughs> was it a Lonely Hearts Club? I do I don't not know. If that's know. Like a, I don't know if that's just like a slur name for it or if that was kind of like a brand name of a certain type of them. Yeah, I don't have if a clue. If anyone knows, feel free to put that knowledge on me. But uh, yeah, he joined a local Lonely Hearts Club called the Mother Dineen's Family uh, Friendly Club. Hmm. No idea whose mother she was. Then it would have been funnier if it was a family club. Oh, just keeping it in the family? Uh, no, don't forget, he left Alabama. Yeah, I know. So he's, uh, <laughs> uh, he wrote to women in the club with great success. Um, and it Because he has a suave goddamn name. I'm you guessing. know it. I don't know how you write with an accent, but if he figured it out, just be like, I want to make a sex with you. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it was through this Lonely Hearts Club, Dreadheads, that Raymond Fernandez would eventually connect with one Martha Beck. Yes, and this brings us to Martha Jules Seabrook. Um, she was born on May 6, 1920 in Milton, Florida. Uh, she was the youngest child. Uh, her father was a submissive man, but her mother was very dominant. There you go. Um, <laughs> when Martha was Somebody ten. liked pegging oh. back before it was popular. Back before it was a thing. <laughs> well, back before he knew what to call it. Yeah. Back He's like, then, can he, he put it there? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but when you put it in there, it feels good. Don't uh, tell my co-workers. <laughs> they will kill me. When Martha was 10, her father actually abandoned the family. So I guess he got sick of getting fucking bossed around. Uh, either that or she wasn't going knuckle deep enough. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing, ladies. You know, <laughs> it only feels good no, if you reach you can't a certain make me spot laugh in there. I'm, gonna start I'm just saying, it's not like a vagina where there's nerve endings all over the place. Yeah. There is a destination if you're gonna peg a dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you gotta hit. You gotta hit it. You do. <laughs> hit it or quit it. And Martha's dad quit. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't blame him. As a child, um, if you don't demand respect, no one's going to respect you. You know, and it's it's certainly in a pegging situation. (laughs) (laughs) As a child, God damn it. As a child, she was shy and overweight, uh, which uh, attributed to an unspecified, uh, or was due to an unspecified glandular problem. Yeah, unlike like Cartman on South Park, she's yet. Martha really did have a glandular issue. Yeah, yeah. It didn't help that she was still butthole ugly. Like, if yeah. you see the picture, she could have fucking, she could have weighed 120 and would have still looked like I shit. I don't think she's necessarily but ugly. She just wasn't very. She definitely didn't do herself up in any of the pictures. No, mean, again, she was kind of homely, but. That's a good word yeah, for Yeah, homely. Home, there you go. Yeah, um, so. She was a Milton, Florida six. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God damn. I'm going to sip my beer and not apologize. Right ahead. Joe, continue. Um, So, obviously, because of these issues, um, it resulted um, in Martha actually being bullied by her family and her peers, which is just shitty. Like, you already know you can get from your peers. Like, really? The family's got to, like, chip in? Like, fuck off. Um, Martha developed sexually. She didn't have her dad around anymore to fucking literally ream. Yeah. (laughs) So, she had to put it somewhere. Oh, gosh. Is there something you got to tell me, John? (laughs) There's nothing in 17 years I need to further tell you anymore. (laughs) It all came out one way or another. (laughs) Uh, So Martha ends up developing sexually, and um, she becomes very interested in boys when she was only nine years old. And this made her mother worried about leaving Martha alone with men, and which further contributed to Martha's loneliness and you know heightened sexual desire. Yeah. Uh, Martha ends up running away from home as a teenager and joined a traveling circus, but eventually returned back home. Yeah. Now, fun fact here, and I didn't put it in because I only found it in one area, and mm-hmm. he could have been full of shit. The author Truman Capote. Capote, Capote. You fucking can't stand that movie with yeah. Philip Seymour. It's a fantastic movie. He talks him. just like him. You can't stand the guy's voice. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, if you know anything about him, Dreadheads. Wasn't now, he a kid diddler too, Capote? I don't I don't know. Who fucking knows who diddle kid? Yeah, Man, I'm thinking I'm about a Scientology guy. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I mean, possibly, but let's not say that because we definitely can't fight their fucking lawyers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But regardless, the author, Truman Capote, he wrote what I think was in Cold Blood. I forget the the case that was around. He was, I know mostly about him because of the movie, and I'm a big fan of Harper Lee, who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird, and Uh they were good friends and things of that nature. Uh, But he claims 
I guess at some point he was a runaway or something like that, and he claimed that while Martha Beck was was a runaway and it was part of the circus that he had actually was around her for a time or two again no idea if you guys know anything about truman capote he is very sensational so i don't know that's why i didn't put it in the notes but i did want to bring up that little thing in case someone was like well did you know that she knew truman capote yeah i fucking knew we actually do do some fucking research now is it here capote or capote i, I don't capote. know Oh. The ease there, I want to say Truman like, Capote. Nobody should ask me how to pronounce shit. <laughs> no, how many fucking extra syllables did you put on Gibraltar a minute ago? <laughs> Gibber louder. Gibber, Gibber, <laughs> Gibroni I stick by that elementary rule of sounding out as you to pronounce it. But That's you did what not I practice did. it. No, you didn't. You missed so many fucking. You didn't sound it out at all. Oh. You plot. You went straight ahead with full conviction, <laughs> and it was like fuck yeah, nailed that one. And you didn't like. So, so no, let's not go there now. But just in case, unlike unlike your other favorite podcast, Dreadheads, we don't just pull up wiki and fucking read it. We no, actually no. do do some shit. But again, I couldn't corroborate that. Uh, so I, I do want to bring it up. But I, I was like, yeah, if I don't mention it, cool. If I do, whatever. So, but yeah, so yeah, she she did go on the, you know, the she did run away. Run, and, yeah. yeah did, her, did her time at the traveling circus, Joe, which brings us up to 1942. Okay, yeah. So in 42, at the age of 22, she graduated as a nurse in Pensacola, Florida, but had trouble finding work, which attributed to her She'd appearance. have been a Pensacola five, by the way. Uh, Milton six. And they, but it's crazy to think that your how you look affects your employment. And there's actual statistics out there, and I won't get all into it, but they actually do say this, is that like women tend to um, have it in the corporate workplace, have it taken much for or anything that they do like wrong is far easier to swallow by the higher ups the more attractive the female is. How fucked up is that? I mean, as a dude, if there is the slimmest of chance I think I can nail you, you're going to get away with a little bit. Why do you think you get away with so much, Joe? <laughs> you realize if I thought that you if I thought you were a so, if I thought you were a mid-tier girl, I would put up with so much less from you. So, don't, don't let's you. not act like sexism doesn't have its ups and its fucking downs, all right? It okay. really truly does. Okay. So, but still, you know, especially for a role like nursing, oh, like it's bullshit. you want don't get me them wrong. to I would rather have the ugliest motherfucker on my goddamn bedside if that meant, you know what, they push themselves a little harder no, to be fair, school. if I was a patient, the homelier my nurse, right. the better, because I'm like, she actually knows what she's doing. Yep. Nobody gave her a fucking break. Thank you. Bring her back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, obviously, she couldn't get the nursing job, but after working in a funeral home, washing and preparing the bodies for burial, she became depressed and then that ended does, up moving to California. That does sound depressing. That doesn't to me. That, well, that's no, my dream job. I know it does to you, job. but if you were just like, hey, I have a nursing degree, but the state of Florida thinks I'm too ugly. To so put I gotta me deal work. with the dead. And the only thing they were like, hey, we won't let you be a nurse, but if you want to scrub up them corpses in the back, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, I'd get a well, little depressed. This too. bitch is saying she was a lucky bitch to get to do that. Just well, saying. you know, I agree. I know you're that weird. <laughs> um, so she and you know, obviously because of the depression, this is the reason why she moves to California. But while she's in California, um, she actually was hired as an at, at an army hospital as right. a nurse. Okay. Um, so while in California, she engaged in casual sex with men that she there met at bus stops. That's 
Wow. I mean, I bet. I bet you that's know, literally Tinder. I was about to that, say, that's, I was about ma- to say that, in the yeah. 40s, that's basically Tinder. I yeah. Mean, for, a anyone bus who, stop. for anyone who has ever banged a rando on fucking Tinder and <laughs> just was like, ugh, she banged people at a bus stop, you are no fucking better than Martha Beck, at least at this point oh, in her life when she hadn't killed nose. anybody. You are no fucking. I'm not knocking you. <laughs> fucking do it to it. Put it in where you want. Rub it against who you want, as long as they're with it. But don't sit there and like Tinder. Yes, absolutely. God damn, and but let's age. not act like Tinder is anything more than a digital bus stop at this point. Oh my god! And it was always so funny to see the Tinder profiles, just like looking for love, nothing casual. I'm like, bitch, you're on the wrong I, goddamn I'll, website I'll tell you right now. If you have a Tinder profile that talks about looking for love, or the ones that talk about I'm trying to find <gasps> oh, friends or if or you're network. on t- no if you are on Tinder send us screenshots of the best ones yeah if you're a dreadhead on Tinder and you find and a you, really if you're on our Discord up, hit our Discord up. I don't give a fuck you ain't gotta pay us anything for this particularly if you run across a fucked up profile I have to live vicariously through my fucking friends so if you've got fucking Tinder and you find a fucking I don't care if it's whatever it is whatever it falls under sexually and it's just a real gut awful profile send them shits on ig facebook or spread the dread podcast at gmail.com joe continues she's banging people at bus stops what else happened oh yeah so she becomes pregnant that'll happen and she asked the father to marry her but he refused and then committed suicide that's see i'm telling you see she was a milton she was a milton six pensacola five california three oh my gosh that's pretty bad when he's like not only am i not gonna do the right thing by you i'm going to kill myself because now there's i honestly i feel so bad for this girl oh i really do i'm being an asshole saying that but like that's that's some fucking because you know more than likely her mother being cold and callous towards her father meant she was probably just as cold and callous to her so she's just looking for love she's looking for somebody to value her and, and give her self-esteem. And she just well, keeps on that, she finding she, she shitty her, situations. She doesn't even get her dream job because of her appearance. Now, again, I don't know how much of that's legit. I mean, again, it's the late 40s, so maybe they could fucking tell you back then. Dude, back in the day, like, if they could, if they didn't want to pinch your ass, you weren't getting fucking hired. I know, but I'm just saying there's a lot of people, And too, I'm not a feminist. John can attest to this. But in that era, no, I probably would have been a feminist. You're a regular feminist. You actually want equality. I don't like this bullshit out there there and want special treatment any fucking way <laughs> but no i mean i was gonna say back then though they may have could actually tell you no you're not attractive enough to do this yeah. i the, the 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 laws for women in the workplace were a great deal different yeah but i hate that shit now where someone's like they're ugly or they're you know something and they're just you know or, you know whatever and they're just assume that's why they didn't get the job Maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong, but back then, I'm saying, maybe they could have actually fucking told you, being like, no, you're not going to be a good fit here because of your weight, or you're not going to, they may be able to have said shit like that then. Yeah. So no, that's that's got to be a massive... probably way before the days of HR. <laughs> oh, for sure. HR comes in, they're like, well, we're actually going to agree with them on this. You are fat. You know? <laughs> and I wouldn't stick my dick in you. No. Okay, so regardless, um, so the father of her child commits suicide, and Martha ends up suffering a nervous collapse, and eventually returns to Pensacola, Florida. Now to explain, you know, why she had this fatherless Again, we're child. In the, we're in the late 40s, dreadheads. Yeah. You, if you were an unwed mother, you oh, better have a goddamn backstory. Good excuse, you yeah. Come up with a lie or something. Don't just be, hey, I was out knocking boots at truck stops and got fucking knocked up. Whoops. Yeah, and now she was smart. She claimed that she had actually married a serviceman. 
who was killed in action in the Pacific. So you get a little bit of sympathy and you have full coverage. Yeah, no one's going to ask a shit ton of questions. Oh, you know, she, because obviously she's in bereavement. No, yeah, at that point, they're just going to start saluting her belly. You're like, wait a second. You mean he fought for freedom and he fucked you? Bless that fetus, (laughs) man. I love that. Especially in Florida. You put your best South Carolina accent on that. I mean, honestly, at this point, I kind of want to stand up and, like, fucking salute the phone. It's got my notes on it because I'm like, God damn, yeah, that's just a belly full of freedom right there. And I know she lied. (laughs) Uh, Martha Beck was hired in the same Pensacola hospital where she gave birth to her first child, but she was fired for scandalous behavior on May 31st, 1944. Flies at the bus stop, don't fly at the hospital. Uh, Yeah. On December 13th, she married a bus driver wow <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry that I mean, took no, me when so I, goddamn no, off guard when i when i fucking got these notes i went really that's what a really? passing fancies he saw and was like all right and you know she saw it I'm as a, an upgrade like i used you know this time last year i was fucking guys on the bus this bus time passengers dude, now yeah, the my, driver yeah my dude's fucking <laughs> driving the bus you know yeah but yeah she did she she married a bus driver <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so she ends up filing for divorce after only six months and while also being pregnant with her second child. Yeah, but now she filed for divorce on this one. He didn't yeah. leave her. She she left him. Uh, and so then that brings us to February 15th of 1946. Yes, and uh, Martha actually begins working at a residence for disabled children and was promoted to director in the fall of that same year. Yeah, so, so found so, a groove. Yeah. Caught a good groove, found a, found something in the To in me, the that field. tells me that she knew what she wanted to do and she was a caring individual. Because you, you and I both have actually had these conversations about like the nursing uh, field well, yeah, in general. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so obviously she was actually really good at her job and she was very empathetic. No, and I mean, and it she takes was a promoted. special person to, yeah. to, especially to deal with, uh, you know, when they say disabled, I mean, you know what they're talking they're, they're retarded kids. That's what they're, that's what they're saying. They're, she wasn't, she wasn't working with, with kids that were missing legs and shit like that. So mm. it was probably a boy's home or a girl's home or something for, yeah. for the mentally handicapped kids. So that's, that's tough shit. You've even, you've done a few shifts and stuff at that kind of, yeah. it's greatly needed and uh-huh. God bless. Oh, I, but it'll break your heart. It is. But that's why the people who can do it should, A, should be paid way goddamn more than what they do because like those, more than 15 those, goddamn dollars an hour yeah anywho yeah. But, uh, but yeah so yeah so martha catching the groove there now despite obtaining finally some level of professional success dreadheads uh she became an alcoholic mm. and a compulsive consumer of romance novels and films which again this is making consumption sense. to fill voids right that's yeah, exactly yeah. what this is all indicative of no and, and, and again i mean especially the romance novels and things like that i mean think about how little romance was in her life her father i mean her father Mm -hmm. was she had no fatherly role we can talk all we want to about the family makeup and things like that believe me i i'm fucking pro single parent i'm pro gay parent i think kids should have fucking parents even if it's one parent or as long it's, as it's a loving parent. Exactly. That's all Certainly we care about. Than being in foster and shit like that. Yeah. But ideally, it's a good thing to have a mom and a dad in there, mostly so the kid gets exposure to both types of roles that yeah. is made up of it. I don't give a fuck if you're gay. One of you might want to have feminine. More is going to be more feminine. Exactly. More is going to be masculine. The, you want to know that. the differences. Exactly. Even yeah. if you're two girls, one of you has a more masculine side than right. the other. You need yeah. the masculine and the feminine no matter how it's made up. Again, 
Not knocking any single fucking dreadhead pants yeah. out there. You got to do. Honestly, what that's why do. I'm okay with they and them. I get it. You, you can, fuck you can encompass as, yeah, as both as can, of those. As as gonna, yeah, but that exposure f- is what kids exactly. need. Exactly. But like I said, she she has all this going on. The, yeah. the shit with the kids and stuff like that. So it does make sense. Now in November of uh, that same year, 1946, an acquaintance actually played a prank on Martha by like riding in to the New York for some fucking reason. I don't know why the New York, maybe they didn't have him in, maybe that was the closest one. No idea. Couldn't figure that out. Uh, but actually like wrote a letter in on behalf of Martha, pretending to be Martha to a New York lonely hearts club in her name. It was via this prank. And we talk about this all the time. Of one of the oh, reasons yeah. why I don't believe there is a God because <laughs> shit like this should not happen, but of course, because a friend played a Frank, a pr- Frank. Well, it's not even a friend; it's an acquaintance. So this is like it almost seems whatever, like it's a cruel a friend, prank. Acquaintance, whatever. They play a prank on a girl in Florida and write to a fucking lonely hearts club in New York City. And vis-a-vis, Martha Beck is introduced to Raymond Fernandez, and we're here now doing an episode on the Lonely Hearts Killers. Buckle up, bitches. Here's where it gets good. So yeah, Raymond ends up reading Martha's letter to the Lonely Hearts Club and ends up writing her back, telling her that he intended to visit shortly before Christmas. Which sound very sexy. I come and visit you before Navidad. <laughs> yeah. And we have it a six. We have a multiple six. <laughs> now, after two days together, Raymond realized that Martha was poorer than the letter claimed and returned <laughs> to New York. He's like, fuck it. It ain't no money in it. I ain't yeah, doing just, it. Yeah, well, I'm going mean, to hit just, it and yeah, quit so, it. Yeah, so let's... To let you know, Raymond wasn't doing. I mean, he was doing good in the Lonely Hearts Club thing up in New York, but financially he wasn't much better off because apparently he was hoping he was looking for a payday. Basically, yeah, he was looking for a sugar mama. Exactly. Yeah. So Martha continued writing romantic letters to Raymond, um, and he ended up rep- uh, he replied that they <laughs> should not meet again. Oh, when the tender fucking date won't stop texting. <sighs> That's when you just block it, right? Yeah, but you couldn't block back then. How do you block I'd, someone sending you a letter? No, just throw the fucker in the way. Like, uh, just trash I mean, it. There's always that, like, a little bit of like, uh, I wonder what she said this time. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> that morbid curiosity. If we know anything about morbid curiosity, all of our fans are here because of morbid curiosity. So Now, so Raymond ends up sending, you know, we shouldn't meet again. Now, in her response, Martha Ray wrote that she was going to kill herself because of this. If you love this. me, I'll fucking kill myself, right? <laughs> <laughs> this ended up working and Raymond and inviting her to visit him in New York. Now, after being <laughs> unexpected. Like that. That's fine. We'll fuck again, but you're going to spend all the money, not me. You're coming to me this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so after being unexpectedly fired from her job, Martha surprised Raymond on January 18, 1948, by showing up at his residence with her two children. She showed up. God damn. You know, surprise. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Beauty queen. Like that. that. (laughs) Who the fuck are these? (laughs) Uh, Raymond said he could not have children in the house, so Martha sent them to live with her mother. Yeah, she abandoned them kids pretty quick. We were wow. talking during our little break, and you're like, I really feel bad for her. And I was like, hang on. Yeah, hang no, on. I don't. She's, uh, yeah, she's, she's, I she's mean, a cunt truffle for sure. Well, yeah, at this point, I mean, honestly, it's what led to it. You know, yeah. you can feel bad for everything. Like, again, you got to feel bad for what led, led to uh, well, led Well, honestly, to being here, he, he had a fucking a kind of abusive childhood. Yeah. And, all that and hers shit. was too. So, like, how was she supposed to be empathetic towards her own children if her mother was never empathetic towards her? 
You know no, what I mean? I and she's it. never showcased or she's never been shown love. No, I, I, I so it, it makes it. perfect sense for her to be like, okay, fuck, fuck these kids. No, uh, no. It, the, the, yeah, she's practicing what she's been taught. The kids come last. Yeah. So enjoying that, you know, obviously that Martha's devotion caused her to and eventually abandon her children. Raymond ends up confessing that he was a con artist and that his life was based on ripping off women from the Lonely Hearts Club. I have a sex. And then a Kesha chick. <laughs> and she just was just like, oh my God, that's just so fucking Yeah, she, she chooses to stay. She becomes his fucking accomplice at this point. Yep, she, he, so he's laid it out to her. Clearly at this point, though, there's no, there's no murder involved or anything like that. It's all scamming. It's all cons. It's all yeah, about financial gain. All about money, yeah. Like that. But again, you know, when crazy meets fucked up, as it often is the case. Really, how this, much worse is that than like the Nicole Kidman, or not Nicole Kidman's, but the um, Nicole Brown's? No, God damn it. Which Nicole was it that married the rich guy? Anna Nicole. Anna Nicole. There we yeah, go. I was going to say, one of those is still an actress who is married to Keith Evan. <laughs> the other fucking one was the one that was well, murked K- by OJ. OJ. Yeah, so she, I don't <laughs> I mean, apart from not like being it's faithful that three to degrees him, of separation really my brain goes through. I was you like, really I'll did. eventually you, get you, to yeah, it. Yeah, you finally got to it. But no, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's all fucking, it's gold digging and shit like that. You know, yeah. There's, and there's the fucking, that's an equal opportunity fucking offensive <laughs> thing right there for dudes and women. Yeah. I promise you that. So on February 28th, Raymond drove to Fairfax, Virginia, where he married retired school teacher Esther Henney and brought her to New York. Nothing says, <laughs> nothing says financially Esther. well off like a Broad named Esther from Fairfax, Virginia, who's a right? retired teacher. That's you know you're hard up when you're like, wait, you have a pension? How would you like this dick? Like, you know? Now Martha accompanied him on this trip, but he forced um, Raymond to introduce her as his sister-in-law. Oh yeah. And then Esther Henning got into several arguments with Raymond because he wanted her to write her insurance policies and retirement pension under his name. Yeah. So goddamn, like right out the gate, he's like, no, if I'm going to marry you, this, 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 and this has I, to happen. I, yeah, I guess so. And again, I mean, it all sounds stupid. A, we're in 2023. Bitches and bros are still falling for this shit, so yeah. don't act like that's not the case. But again, you ain't got the fucking. You can't go oh, fucking. The lonely older on Facebook. people that get like hijacked I for the like Nigerian it, princes and shit. I understand it. That's but heartbreaking, it's, though. I, it does, but I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I just want to tell everyone to keep in mind is the times that this is happening. It's far fucking easier now. Yeah. To, to find out uh, yeah. that someone's doing that kind of shit. I mean, but back in the 40s and 50s, it was fucking... you talking about people who had back multiple Back when people's word had and, value. Back yeah, in know, the day. Yeah. Were, you know, yeah, they have a, you know, my hand's shaking. They're like, well, goddamn, that's... Whew, you don't get much more ironclad than that. <laughs> yeah. you know? that. Here we are in 2023. We're like, A, I'm not going to touch your hands because of COVID. Uh, and B, fuck you and your word. <laughs> shit to me. Yeah, so obviously she got, she got spec, you know, she was suspect of it. And oh, yeah. uh, Esther left and began proceedings to actually recover uh, her car and $300 that Raymond had taken from her. That's back then money, dreadhead. Go ahead. And yeah, throw it was like three grand. Yeah. That. yeah. At this point. Uh, now, Inflation keeps going up. Had two zeros <laughs> yeah. on that motherfucker. 
know how the rescue international dreadheads are doing, but in America, shit's rough. <laughs> 30 million pesos. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, due to pressure of a paternity claim from a New York woman, Raymond act- and Martha actually sold the house in New York and traveled to Green Forest, Arkansas, where they met another member of the Lonely Hearts Club, Myrtle Young. That's right. Now, uh, so Raymond and Myrtle Young actually uh, married in Cook County, Illinois. No oh, idea why. I do. I remember Cook County High School. Yeah, no, dog. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out why, they, why they, he met her in Arkansas, and then they were just like, you know what? Let's make this official in Illinois. That'll I don't be romantic. know. Maybe, I'll, maybe my notes explain it further. I don't know. I was probably in a state of delirium from <laughs> sickness when I wrote these things. So I drink more of that beer, John. <laughs> yeah, here he goes. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, they married in Cook County, Illinois on August 14th, and the trio, again, Martha's in Tobe, saying she's his sister-in-law. Uh, they traveled to a rooming house in Chicago for the honeymoon. That's right. That's why they did it in Cook County. I, I thought my notes explained it. Their plan was to Chicago to honeymoon in Chicago. Now this was before Chicago was nothing. I was about to say, who but the a fucking fuck Red Wings game and getting shot Chicago. at. Yeah, yeah. But so back then it was a fucking actual, I guess, romantic to go to the Windy City. Uh, after three days. An argument erupted because of Raymond's unwillingness to consummate the marriage. So he was like, you know, I'll fucking, I'll fucking marry you. I ain't fucking you. You know, nothing like that. And of course, a bitch named Myrtle Young is going to want it. So she threatened to leave if Raymond's quote unquote sister-in-law didn't. Uh, Myrtle Young was forced actually uh, to ingest a jar of barbiturates. Oh, they knocked her the fuck so, out. So it explains the, the term barbiturates. Exactly what does that mean? Okay, so pharmacology was my most difficult class, and I have no god, goddamn idea what a barbiturate is. I've heard I it. think barbiturates are, are meant to induce sleepiness, but so outside kind of, of that... So, so some relaxation pills, something yeah. of that nature, but yeah. again... I know. think it's honestly in the vein for in the, these times is like mommy's a little helper, like Valiums gotcha. and shit. I I think Valium's a barbiturate. Gotcha. I could uh, be wrong. So, yeah, so Martha, sorry, not Mar- Martha, Myrtle Young uh, was force-fed these and was actually placed on a bus back, back to Arkansas. To Arkansas. <laughs> I'm sure Martha was like, look. Fuck if, this bitch. I'm sure, like, Martha was just like, look, it don't matter how fucked up she shows up, a bus will take her. <laughs> don't ask why, Raymond. Just know that I know. <laughs> I know a thing or two about a thing or two when it comes You're to the buses. buses. <laughs> I married a bus driver. I fucked a lot of bus, bus drivers, passenger. fucked a lot of bus passengers. Bus, uh, <laughs> passengers. I know buses. Don't you worry about that. Um, uh, th- now, this was after Raymond and Martha had managed to take roughly $4,000 from her. Again, dreadheads, back then money, throw another zero on it. So, I mean, we're That's talking. That's a lot of goddamn money. Well, nowadays, we're I talking I can't even somewhere. fathom some, somebody having that kind of liquid acid on them. No, no, Everybody's no. so diversified now. Like, they can't get a hold of that kind of money. No. Uh, but now, during this, burst, uh, this bus trip, Myrtle Young suffered a brain hemorrhage oh. and actually ended up dying at a hospital. So, this mm. is technically their first victim at this point. Yeah. Now, around Christmas of 1948, Raymond wrote to a very religious widow uh, that was based out of Albany, New York, and her name was Janet Fay. Uh, Raymond claimed that his name was Charles Martin, so he's using an alias at this <laughs> yeah. point. Uh, 
uh, and that uh, he shared her religious beliefs. That you know he was as much a, you know you know I fucking like fuck I fucking love Jesus too. What's the odds? This is crazy. We should get married. And where's your money? Uh, on January first, nineteen forty nine, New Year, New Me. Raymond and Martha went to Janet Faye's house, uh, where again Martha was introduced. Uh, this time is his sister, not his sister-in-law. Yes, yes, exactly. So, it, yeah, I, I mean, if you look at the pictures, they don't look familial, but whatever. Um, <laughs> Same mom, different dads. I, I guess, don't know. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so uh, the next day, after all this went down, Janet Faye accepted Raymond's marriage proposal and withdrew twenty-five hundred from her account. Again, God damn. Talking about forty-nine. Add another zero, 25K roughly. The three of them left for an apartment in Long Island, and Janet Faye was then convinced to withdraw an additional 3,500 more that she had saved up. Uh, now, since they were still uh. not married, Janet Faye, uh, actually, she, she, she was trying to be, uh, you know, upstanding <laughs> about it. Yeah. She was actually sharing a room. Godly. Right, she was sharing a room with Martha. Uh, and actually asked Martha several questions about Charles. Again, that's Raymond. Raymond acting as Charles Martin. Uh, he's acting as you know, asking about Charles's childhood, which Martha refused to answer. Again, Martha was, and I don't, I can't remember if it was specified in the notes. Obviously, very jealous of all this. Yeah, she was doing it for Raymond, but didn't like watching him. Well, yeah, other so women. somebody with a lack of self-esteem and the idea of somebody else coming in and meeting some kind of need, i.e., her his fiscal need is going to seem very threatening to her. So right, she, yeah, she's going to be dismissive of some anything. Some of these motherfuckers out there, some of you dreadheads, don't even fucking. Some of y'all are into that shit. Are you guys a fucking, the guy or the girl will pretend to act single. They'll go to a bar, meet up with people mm. and flirt. And the other one's over there. Uh, what is that called? Um, I don't know. Oh, shit. I know it. I know it. Um, is it bull? Were they like seeking out a bull? Well, you're thinking about cuck holding and shit. Of yeah, cuck holding and bulls not, and shit like that. That's not necessarily the same thing. Sometimes they just get off on seeing their partner flirt. It's not even anything about sex or closing the deal. Yeah, it's about watching them do that. You know, they're oh, just yeah. over the seeing them in their element. I guess and watching. I mean, hey, t- I'll deck a bitch. Just saying. Hey, you know, <laughs> some people are into that, Joe. So I mean, at this, this point, there's nothing. It's twenty twenty. There's nothing you can do to where someone will not look at it and be like, I could, I could jack off to that <laughs> so you know it's you know that's and so but but martha was not that way even though she had to accompany him she was down for what he did as a con man not the biggest fan of it so she was not cooperating with janet Faye's request about charlie's uh, about sorry charles aka raymond's yeah. childhood uh janet became very angry over this and told martha that she would not be allowed <laughs> ain't to gonna live give me with shit them. you ain't gonna live here bitch right right <laughs> either dish them deets or fucking hit the fucking bricks uh she told martha she was not gonna be allowed to live with the couple after the marriage uh so in a fit of rage and, and all this janet uh Faye, uh, decides, okay, I'm going to go down the hall or whatever to the next room, and I'm going to talk to Charles, quote-unquote. Again, that's Raymond's alias during all this. Martha chases after her and fatally hits her in the head with the hammer. So now wow. we've got intentional murder at this point. Okay, so I was not anticipating that she would be... How are you not anticipating this? Look at the A, look at the pictures. <laughs> For this episode. 
I honestly thought because of the damage he had actually had to his frontal lobe that he was going to be the perpetrator of the of the well, initial well, kill. I get you because I'm about to say barbiturates like okay, but I'm just saying the previous one was an you know technically an you know accident because they gave him medication like. You don't know how everybody's body's going to metabolize it. Sorry it fucking happened, Fair and enough. now you're dead. But she intentionally, yeah, how you going to come back from a goddamn hammer? No That's idea. That's what I'm saying. No idea. Uh, but wow. Raymond you know, stayed down with it. Raymond and Martha, <laughs> they, they, they bought a large chest he and his a heels trunk in. <laughs> or whatever and put the body in and buried it in cement inside the basement of a rented house in Queens. So the same day as the murder of Janet Faye, yep. Ray actually receives a letter from Delphine Downing. That's, a, that's an old ass name, Delphine. I, I like that cool. name though. I mean, it's cool, but that's I a mean, really cool I name. Met a it, we lately. both love unique names, so yeah, yeah, I think that's really pretty. But um, she was a young woman or young widow from Grand Rapids, Michigan, who had a two-year-old daughter named Ranelle. Rainell, Rainell, Daniel, Rainell. So I was just like Rain and L. So yeah. Rainell, yeah, yeah. So Martha was again introduced as Raymond's sister-in-law, and Ray slept with Delphine several times, resulting in Martha barely being able to hide her jealousy. Yeah, apparently Delphine did it for him. At this point, he was like, "Yo, fuck Martha. I'm definitely going to get on this." Or maybe he was doing it out of retaliation for her attacking uh, Janet possibly with the, with the and having to deal with that like, shit. Hey, you yeah, he's fucking jealous. I'll give you a fucking reason yeah so on february 27th of uh, 1949 delphine became agitated and raymond gave her sleeping pills to calm her down and her daughter ronnell witnessed her mother's resulting stupor and began to cry which enraged martha beck yeah couldn't, couldn't that's couldn't really handle- interesting that I, really is like there's no maternal instinct in her at all i think at this point what's really i think it's already been out of her well, not only that, but I think at this point, Martha has signed on for something that she thought she could do for Raymond's love, and she's realizing, as you, as you see, progressively, she's getting more and more fed up with it, uh-huh. and at this point, she's already killed. Instead of taking out on him, well, she's taking out point, on his, his interests. But at the same out point, of jealousy. He, was, he told her, and she agreed. So I mean, there is that aspect. But of the some fact. dumb females will accept. Oh no, no, no. I, I you know what it. I mean. And, and some people can think that they're down with the situation until they get into it, not, yeah. and they're in the thick of it, and like, fuck, I to don't me, like this. To me, this. when I was doing the notes, that was what I feel it was like. Martha really wanted to be with Raymond. She really wanted his love, and at the onset of it, was willing to tell him, "Yes, I will do anything for you." And maybe she was even convinced of it. She had sent her kids to live with her mother. She was like, well, fuck, if I can do that, I can handle the rest of this stuff and it's going to be great. And maybe she didn't think it was going to last as long as it did or go as far as it did or whatever. But yeah, I think at this point, it's less maternal has gotten away from her than like she's just... Either, lack of either empathy, lack triggered, of or maybe humanity? something triggered once she killed Janet Faye. That's, and now she's got a bloodlust and she's just not willing to put up with this shit. I, who knows? I wouldn't say bloodlust. I always think that, you know, that she's already pushed the marker ahead of herself and she's like, okay, well, I've already accepted this. I'm willing to do this. Like, or, what the fuck does it matter if I do the next thing? Or I propose you this. Raymond told her kids weren't allowed. Had to get rid of her kids. Well, now there's this new bitch in the equation. Oh, yeah. She's got a kid. Her kid's allowed to hang around, and I'm supposed to put up with her kid whining. Again, all fucked up, but I'm just saying. But, yeah, yeah, you know, any one of those could be the reason. Yeah. So, panicking, 
Martha ends up choking the child, but actually didn't end up killing her. Yeah, that's not what you want to do when a kid's crying a lot and you're like, what do I do? And if your first thing is like, choke it. Choke it so it stops crying. You, I'm glad her kids were sent to her mother's <laughs> yeah. at this point. Really? Are you? Because that genetics is in the At least she, now. At least mom may have been insulting them, but she went down there choking bitches and shit like that, <laughs> like Martha is to fucking Rennell. So Raven was worried that Delphine would, you know, obviously become suspicious once she awoke and saw her, like, fucked up, bruised fucking child. Right. Um, so he ended up wrapping a sheet around her head and shot her while she was unconscious. Right. Now, this is Delphine. Delphine's passed out yeah, from yeah, the sleeping yeah, yeah. pills to yeah. calm her down and all that shit. So this Martha's- is officially his, technically his first murder. Right. Yeah. Cold-blooded murder yeah, for cold fucking blooded. sure. Yeah, well, yeah. You, yeah, you can count the, the barbiturates and all that how you want to, but yeah. yeah. And this is where then they end up burying uh, Delphine's body in cement inside the, the home's basement. I will give them this. Compared to a lot of other people on here, they've went the extra mile with getting rid of right? the body they're really seemingly trying not to get, get caught, caught which is again where it feels like the the this couple well, yeah because if you get caught scheme. the ca- cash runs out exactly this is more of a con scheme that kind of got out of hand when you know martha ended up attacking janet fay with the hammer and now you got a dead body so they're kind of improvising and adapting and shit like that but yeah they're definitely out here for the thrill of the con and the money and not the thrill of and the now, murder how old was she again who uh, the daughter. Rennell? Yeah. Oh, two-year-old. Yeah, God Yeah, two-year-old Rennell, yeah. Yeah not, yeah, not old at all. Yeah, so the two then, um, so obviously they bury Delphine's body and some men inside the house's basement. Now, over the next two days, a couple actually considered a different fate for her daughter, and Rennell rejected even Raymond and Martha and refused to eat. So, like, she was not, she was not about it. She was just like, I don't trust y'all. I don't feel good. Like, no, yeah, yeah. probably still wondering where her mom is yep. and things like that. The last time she, you know, she saw her mom was in kind of a medically induced stupor from the pills that Raymond had gave her. So she's sensing something's off, and now mom's not around. It's been 20, you know, 24, 48 hours. They're trying and to And even as a two year old, she's like, mm Right, yeah. She, well, I mean, even if she doesn't even know it, instinctually, just where's mom? I don't know y'all, and y'all are trying to act like this to me. Yeah, so, you know, obviously at this point, they're over there considering all their options, and they thought that maybe even leaving, leaving her in an orphanage would, you know, might be a choice, but right. it would end up actually raising suspicions. Uh, where's the kid come from? Yeah, because obviously yeah. they have to just abandon her there. Yeah, they're going to drop her off or something like that. And then if someone fingerprint something, some way of somehow, and then they're like, "Well, oh, that's Delphine Downing's girl." And well, where's Delphine? Delphine. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Raymond actually ultimately told Martha to kill the child, and she ended up drowning her in a wash basin. Absolutely. Yeah, and like oh, I said, I can't. Eat- I hate that. Nah, I, I hate up. knowing her age and like, I, I guess like I'm over there like visualizing the moment that was like the moment I read it. I'm like, God damn it. Well, man. I mean, again, how she, can you and, fucking and, do that? You, you had children that came from your fucking loins. Like, how can you do that to do that to something so innocent? No, I, I completely agree. And after uh, Martha had killed Raynell, uh, they buried Raynell actually with her mother, Delphine and, you know, and used the cement and things like that. Now, suspicious neighbors, uh, reported the Downings being missing. They ain't seen Delphine wow. and Raynell around for a little bit again. Back when you actually a, knew your goddamn neighbors. Saying, that's another side of it being back in, you know, what, what I think we're in 1949 at this point. 
yeah, yeah, because yeah, he had, yeah, yeah. He had mar- tri- married Janet Fay or whatever on the first of January of nineteen forty nine. So yeah, we're still right in the early nineteen forty nine. Uh, so uh, this led to the pol- the police to actually arrive at Delphine's residence on March first of nineteen forty nine. So God again, damn. we're we're kind of you know so so on the day uh, that we we don't uh, we don't have the exact date. Of Janet Faye's death, roughly. Let me see here. I'm looking back mm-hmm. at it. No, you got you know. So so they said the next day, uh, and then that the, that after. So like on the first, Raymond and Martha went to Janet Faye's house. On the second, uh, she accepted the marriage proposal, and then the three left for Long Island. So they were in Long Island for an indiscriminate amount of time, probably not an insanely long amount of time, yeah. because Janet Faye became upset with Martha not giving more details on the man she was about to marry. Uh, and then the same day, he gets the letter from Delphine uh, and ends up going to Grand Rapids, Michigan. So we're talking about, you know, we're, summertime, we're probably in February yeah. when all this is taking place. This is kind of reading spree-ish, right? Eh, kind of. Or just yeah, shit, opportunity just kind of well, prevails. Well, I mean, obviously, as a con, you would look for sprees. You're trying to get in and out quick. Yeah. You know, move on. Don't get, you know, whatever and things of that nature. So, yeah, but on March 1st of the, of the year 1949, the police show up. And arrest Martha Beck and Raymond Fernandez at the home of Delphine Downing. So at this point in time, Ray and Martha are actually in full fucking custody and they decide to make confessions, but some of the details differed. Right. Obviously, they, self-preservation at this point. Yeah, so they're all like, yeah, we did it, but... Uh, oh, he did this, yeah, she did exactly, that, yeah, yeah, kind of so shit. That's when, they, when the gravity started <laughs> to set in, they were like, well, wait a second now, hold on. Fuck, this don't look good. Maybe I can make so-and-so look worse. Yeah, maybe I won't get the death penalty. <laughs> I'm very glad to know and to and to be able to confidently say I've never been in that situation where I was like, "Fuck, yes, I think, I don't think I want to be put to death. I think I'd rather be locked up for the rest of my life." Right? Apparently, it does some strange shit to folks. <laughs> so, um, obviously, out of these confessions, the buried bodies were actually exhumed, but because Michigan had actually abolished the death penalty in the 19th century, yeah, boy, they were progressive AF. Eh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the state actually pressed no charges and it extradited the couple to New York, where each faced one charge of first-degree murder for the death of Janet Faye. Yeah, that's the that's the broad that Martha attacked with the hammer, and yeah. then Raymond willingly helped her fucking dispose of the body. Yeah. So in June, the couple pleaded not guilty. Oh. <laughs> By reason of insanity. Oh, yeah. That's the last ditch effort. I feel bad for people who are really insane. Yeah. You know, as soon as they're like, well, not guilty because he's insane, everybody's like, oh, yeah. 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 You're fucked. Sure. You're yeah. fucked the most. But because of the year. I would I would feel it hadn't hit that precedence yet, right? Uh, maybe, I don't know. 2023, when I'm just like, they're like, oh, he's insane. I'm like, well, yeah, of course he's insane. He fucking killed eight people and wore their fucking skin as fucking <laughs> clothing. <laughs> Kill him. Like, <laughs> I don't care if he's insane and don't understand. Take him out back and put a bullet in his head. It's over. So in June, the couple actually pleaded... Not guilty. Right, yeah, again, yeah. By yeah, reason by reason of insanity. But after trial that only lasted 44 days, they were found guilty and were sentenced to die in the electric chair. We're going to roast them. 
Yeah. New, New York fucking roast and toast, motherfucker. Putting their balls down at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So while in jail, actually, um, Raymond told doctors that he had quote unquote sincere affection and a great consideration for Martha Beck, yeah, but he was unsure of loving her. Term of being like, yeah, that's my fucking, that's the bottom bitch. I love her. Like, yeah, just, I guess that's yeah. we talked back there. Yeah, he, he liked her a lot, but he, we did, he didn't like. like but he her. was unsure of loving her. I don't know, dude. If I'm, if I'm, so you know, as Martha Beck, you, like that's a slap across the fucking face. No, because it really you, is. I promise you, I love like, you. She's, I will it, bury a body for you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I, for a hundred percent. So to me, if you're if you're unsure, if you really are digging abroad and you've buried multiple people for her, that says more about you, you than it yeah, does her. About you her. Yeah. Thank you. God. What the fuck would you damn. do for someone you actually loved? So at this point, the doctors actually told Martha what Raymond said, and that he was also infected <laughs> with syphilis. What kind of doctors were these? <laughs> Which crust? I just want you to know, he said that he don't really like like you, bitch, and also his dick itches. <laughs> like, what kind of fucked up doctors were roaming around the criminals in New York at this point? Fucking gross. I know. So two hours before yeah, the- well, obviously that crushed Martha. Yeah, she was yeah, not yeah. very happy about it. But yeah, now we're, we're up to literally a, in a couple of hours. We're at fucking, <laughs> boy, the fucking right before the D-Day. whistle blows for game time, bro. And it's coming in at the fucking wire. So yeah, two hours before their execution, Raymond was uh, sent a message, or she he sent a message to Martha that read, I would like to yell to the world that love I feel for you. Yeah, that was a quote. Raymond getting What smooth. the fuck? I don't know. I guess maybe he wanted to hit it in the afterlife. I, who fucking knows? I mean, at that point, there's two hours left. What do you fucking really stand to lose at that point? Uh, but the satisfied Martha from yeah, hearing she this. She liked it. Oh, he loves me so. <laughs> who told a nurse My that Spanish she was God. happy to die knowing that Raymond really did love her. I mean, honestly, that's the least. So she always thought that the murders and everything that happened prior was her showing her affection. Well, yeah, but then, of course, once they're incarcerated, the doctor's telling her, hey, he don't really, he said he doesn't really care for you the way you care for him. And he's got syphilis from banging all these other bitches or banging all these other dudes in prison or whatever. Banging all these other bitches for you? I mean, I mean, he didn't have. Really I mean, honestly, Martha he didn't have to bring her along. He so there's like this weird. He, was, he said what he did, and she agreed to it. And to be yeah. fair, Raymond was giving her like no bitch, not really that into you signals prior to it. I'm not defending her. Yeah, but I'm just saying Raymond seemed to have done everything he could to push her away. She abandons her kids. She's fully devoted. But really, to him. was it pushing her away? Because if he had, I mean, it could like, have been a test. I don't know. I, but he pretty much disclosed what he was up to. He was a fucking con a con artist, well, and like what he was doing was only to to benefit him. Well, but By let's be fair. She, her there was, no in, there was some her. kind of love, attraction, but there was no benefit something. to her being involved. She was a detriment. To be fair, she's the one who attacked Janet Faye with the okay, hammer. She was a detriment she after the fact. She choked out Rennell while Delphine was 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 high on the sleeping pills. So I mean, he if anything, not again. I'm not. Both of them fucking suck. I'm glad they're fucking dead. Yeah. But to be fair, if his whole goal was to just con women out of money. 
Martha completely fucked him up. He yeah. would have been better suited to have never answered the door. That makes me wonder, like, how good she threw it on. I mean, she's a thick bitch from Florida. <laughs> right? I mean, greater men have but fucking... But the face might not that. be great, but, like... like oh, you're dude, fucking, she threw I'll the reverse, fuck down. I'll reverse cowgirl this pussy right now, and what you fucking squirm, bro? <laughs> And that's what exactly fucking happened, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, so Martha was satisfied with, with Raymond actually saying that. And she was, again, like you had said. And she was she, happy to tell the nurse that. Happy to be like, oh, I'm, declaration I'm dying of his and love. I know for sure that he loves me. And again, it, call her what you want to, but she was fucking down with Raymond for what it was. Um, which I found this kind of odd. I don't know if they did this on purpose or if this they were just more efficient back in the day, but on March 8th of 1951, both Martha Beck and Raymond Fernandez were executed via the electric chair at Sing Sing Prison in Ossining, New York. So I huh. I don't imagine it was done at the exact same time, not yeah. quite sure, but just found that weird that the couple, you know, the, the whoever the died fucking, first the, was the like, I want to die with them. The Lonely Hearts Killers both met their fate and left this world on the exact same day. Yeah. As the same their subsequent exact prison. God yeah. damn. Now, Janet Faye's murder was the only one for which they were tried. Again, they, they wanted to go. This happens a lot. We've seen it where they know. Enough they, evidence. Right. But they want to go for the sure conviction. Yeah. They're like, hey, we want the yeah. death penalty. Hey, it needs to be the one that was done in this state. The one we have the most proof of. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, but it is also suspected dreadheads that their total number of victims may have been much higher and could have been as high as actually 20. So that's the Lonely Hearts Club, Lonely Hearts Killer. I keep wanting to say <laughs> fucking Lonely Hearts Club band because the Beatles. I, th I thought you were about to say Colt. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I pen pals who, back in the day had it been part Beatles of a cult. fucking cults, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what'd you think of them, Joe? I, I don't know. I, I, I tend to sympathize with both of them because he had the the steel fucking door drop on his head and it fucked with his like frontal lobe. Bad upbringing. Uh, bad uh, upbringing. Uh, a bad situation physically. Father. Yeah. Well, we don't even know how emotionally abusive because you can be harsh. You yeah, but I feel like when places point that out, they're not talking about that he got spanked and stuff But like if that. you don't allude to additional details, it only Fair makes enough. me think like, oh, okay. But so we're talking about two the early upbringing? 1900s. There's not many details around, so a lot of it's he said, she said. I, kind of I shit. a thousand percent agree, but like or I don't know. I feel Raymond said while he was in prison, you know, kind of yeah. taking his word for it. Which again, this is a guy who tried to say he was insane so he wouldn't get fucking roasted and you know, whatever. I mean, who wants to get roasted? <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of people we've talked about who was more than happy to fucking die. They Carl wanted Pants. to fucking die. Well, yeah. but, uh, but, I mean, overall, I think there's a level of sympathy I actually have for both of them and their upbringing. I can give you that. And the fact that they eventually cross paths. Um, terrible again, they cross paths. Yeah, terrible they cross paths, but, like, their upbringing, it... it it created this. Well, there's a lot of them that we talk about again. So shit, parents, once again. Right, and, and as always, we never fucking condone this shit, obviously. No. It's fucking terrible, and there's plenty of people out there that have had worse upbringings or similar upbringings to a lot of the people that, we've talked that, about that, that don't that that realize That never fucking it. flipped, and they didn't right. go this path. Absolutely. Right. But again, it's... It's certainly not a good thing when you find someone else out in the big, great wide world that yeah. you can sympathize with in yeah. your fucked up upbringing. That didn't help shit. 
But uh, but yeah, I I found. But it very overall, we would agree that crazy people do tend to attract other crazy. Crazy people. fucking loves crazy. Yeah. I and and non serial killers, like people we even personally oh, know, sure. they were like, "Ooh, y'all shouldn't have got together." For sure, and much like <laughs> what I would imagine, Raymond looking at this mediocre woman, <laughs> a lot of other crazy loves crazy couples. I thought you were about to say like, meaty woman. I'm like, all right, yeah, get. That. I love meaty women. It's fine, <laughs> but. I'm just saying, I, like a lot of other people we know that were in crazy ass relationships. I'm mm-hmm. sure he was just like, yes, but the sex was so good. <laughs> you know, it was muy caliente. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yes, Dreadheads, that is episode 55. Doing everything they can for them papers. Killers, Raymond Fernandez and Martha Beck. Yes. Again, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Sorry again with last week, but I mean, it. we were at fucking, we were fucking feeling really rough, so we had to take a week off. I was about to say, uh, I say, please excuse us. We could not yeah, fucking we, help it. we still it. don't feel that We still sound now, like but, shit. And I yeah. think if, at least two or three times during this, even this uh, podcast recording, I was like hacking my brains out. Absolutely. But thank y'all as always for tuning in. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you tune in this upcoming Friday at as Jay and I are going to cover There's Something Wrong with the Children on Fright Flick Fuck Mary. So that's Kill. about our kids. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't watched it yet. I got to watch it really soon. So we will, we will see. And again, thank all of y'all too. I forgot to mention it earlier for the debut episode of Talking Dread with DJ Remark. Y'all fucking crushed it yeah. on those numbers. Again, that's not going to be a weekly show. Those are going to be here and there. But I've definitely got a few more interviews lined up. So I'm glad y'all enjoyed that. And we'll make sure to have uh, new ones of those coming to you soon. Um, don't forget to check out spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You'll find links to all the uh, podcast platforms, Facebook, IG, our store, links to our YouTube and BitChute, where you need to make sure that you are liking, subscribing, commenting, and sharing. And, of course, do not forget we the newly launched Patreon. Different tiers going on there, but that is going to be the only way you're going to get access to the newly launched Spread the Dread podcast. fire. It is fire. (laughs) Luckily, Joe has created some segmented areas. So I will go ahead and tell you if you sign up, enter with caution. It is wild, wild fucking west, and I love it. (laughs) Use caution when you go into the meme section. Yeah, there's no PC fucking culture under dreadheads. No, and like I said, unless it's illegal, like, we ain't fucking banning shit. You you fucking have your little arguments or whatever. Let's all talk. But Jay and our good dreadhead buddy Marty are in there right now (laughs) making sure that no one is fucking safe. Uh, So if that sounds fun, make sure to check it out. And then, of course, along with that, you're going to get where there's going to be monthly Discord-only live chats with me and Joe, maybe me and Jay. You're going to be able to have vote on the poll for the final fucked up, really fucked up movie that we review for Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill each uh, month. Then some of the tiers, you get free monthly merch and all kinds of goodies. So make sure you go over to patreon.com. We make it worth the- your while, God damn it. We do. We've taken we try our best. Y'all have been asking us about it and we wanted to make it worth as much of your money as possible mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And again, if you go to spreadthedreadpodcast.com, you're going to find a link to it right up there. If you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, make sure that you leave us a five-star review, screenshot your review, send it over to us on IG, Facebook, or spread the dread podcast at gmail.com. And send along. us a reminder. <laughs> yes. Because uh, sometimes sorry, we sorry, suck. Yeah, sorry, Valette family. We got sick and forgot yeah. about you, but we're about to send those stickers out. Yeah. Uh, but send that uh, screenshot along with your mailing address to us. And we will send you some free five-star super spreader, spreadthedreadpodcast.com stickers. 
And for our February Patreon members that qualify for the free monthly merch, an official Spread the Dread podcast button is going out to you this month. Is that it, Joe? Yes, sir. All right, then let's let them go by saying I'm John. And I'm Joe. And it's dreadful enough out there, dreadhead. so you make sure you leave the fucked up shit to us. You stay proud. You stay powerful. You stay positive. And no matter if it's morning, noon, or night, what you're doing while you listen to this or what you're about to do once you finish it, make sure you get out there and wreck that shit. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?